At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in to Beast and Final Countdown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside the one and only Matt Brown on the desk live from Las Vegas at the South Point. And you, you're shaking your head. I know you're a little bit frustrated right now. The World Cup right didn't now. go my direction today. The World Cup didn't, 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 it didn't do me right. Did not. And it's, for our thing, not for betting, because like, I didn't bet anything. So we'll get to what just happened in a moment ago, in a moment. Um, but Canada started the day. For you losing 2-1 to Morocco. So that was already a bad start start because that was your super long shot that you were hoping to get involved in. That a win would have gotten me two a bonus point. So I'd have gotten yes. two points and even just the draw would have gotten me a full point in Canada. Listen, every day, every day, I give you what it costs you to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. I do the math for you. I try to be what I can be to my friends up north. And instead, this is how they treat me. <laughs> this is how they treat me. Not one single win. 0-3. Oh and, and then... No matter what I did with the Croatia-Belgium game, because I had both teams in it, I was going to get a point regardless. It ended up being a draw. Then Costa Rica made... Germany did end up winning the match. You get points for Germany-Costa Rica, but Germany is eliminated and do not make the cutoff in Group E because Japan comes out with a 7-1 to upset of Spain, who is a minus 250 favorite. And this is because why Japan beat... Germany to start off this thing. They have had a crazy group stage. Yeah, this was just the, look, this is why we were talking about like uh, asking these people like it, was there any chance of any of these longer shots getting through and like yeah. honestly the most majority of people we talked to were kind of like yeah, not really. You know, like this is going to be pretty, you know, straightforward. These teams are far far superior to these other teams and all and I think that maybe 
we're getting to a point by the time the next World Cup rolls around where people might take some of these other teams at least a little bit more seriously from a betting standpoint anyway, right? I mean, like, that's there's there's at least some of that stuff that I think we maybe could have tried to to capitalize on. I mean, listen, what if we had just bet? There were, a, there were multiple different, I mean, I don't know, someone will have to do the math or something, but if you would have just bet, like, these like massive underdogs or something like that. I mean, you'd, you'd, probably, oh yeah. you'd probably at least be broken, e- breaking even. Like you probably, probably wouldn't be losing money. No, I would say probably more than because some of the dogs that have hit have been such big numbers. Yeah, I mean, one and was even, 18, one was there's seven today. There was a nine. And I mean, in soccer, it's so you like unique that even a favorite, it can still be a plus money price. Yeah. So like, yeah, no matter what, these dogs are getting significant value, I feel like, for the most part. So, you, yeah, you'd probably be up. Let's, somebody on Twitter, do the math for us. Yeah, do the us. math for us. We don't have time to do the math. <laughs> We've got to talk about other and things. Or, we don't have time to do And or the math. don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> don't, don't want to do that. Still a few games uh, coming up tomorrow. South Korea, plus 330 dog against Portugal, minus 130. The draw on that one's going to be 3-1. to one. Ghana and Uruguay. They are the favorite, minus 135. Ghana, plus 390. Draw, plus 290 in that one tomorrow. Cameroon and Brazil, head-to-head. Brazil, minus 255 favorite. Cameroon, 7.5 to 1. Draw, 4 to 1. And Serbia and Switzerland. Switzerland, plus 175. Serbia, plus 160. So that game expected to be a closer one. Draw, plus 235. So those are the four games that are coming up on Friday. But, of course, all eyes will be on the Netherlands and Team USA. You see see the U.S. taking some money here. Netherlands down to just minus 105. I know. Shocking. uh, We had the pro tip last week, and we'll just just say it again here because we can't rehash it, or maybe we will. Who knows? Uh, If you're playing the U.S. and you want to bet not, the U.S. wait until kickoff because that's this was 115 yesterday. It's 105 today. By the time this thing kicks off, who knows yes. what it might be? So if you want to play against the U.S. at one of the U.S. facing books, then just wait until right before kickoff. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. wait up into as the farthest that you can possibly wait yeah. up to, to bet on the other side. But don't do it because you're not going to be American and everyone's going to be angry at you. Like we're hey, going to be mad at Matt Brown. They're, they're nice people there, though. I'm sure they're not. Your Aren't haircut they? looks very nice, Aren't by they? the way. You look like you could be from the Netherlands. I, <laughs> they're part of my. They're part of. They're part they're of part my of squad. People. They're part of my squad. Oh. I know. I have to root kind of both ways in this. I thing. am pretty disappointed though that Costa Rica didn't pull off the upset because they were leading Germany two one and ended up letting Germany score three unanswered goals. But they were twenty to one underdog. It looked very live there late into the game, and did I you, was getting a little excited. Did you have the twenty to one ticket? Of course your... not. <laughs> no, I'm not betting bet soccer like that. I've had two of the soccer matches so far. And we both, in the limited soccer that we have bet, mm-hmm. we've had success. I've had success. I'm up on the World Cup. Now, I've only made two bets. Two bets. Yeah, two we bets. both I've only made, made two, two bets. bets. But I'm up on the World Cup, so there's, there is there is that. Uh, Argentina and Australia, big one for you. The uh, Argentina squad, minus 500. Australia, 13 to 1. A draw is plus 650. Yeah. France and Poland. France, another one of your squads, minus 330. Poland plus 950, the draw at plus 450 there. And then England, another one of yours, goes up against my Senegal. England minus 190. Senegal plus 650. A draw in that one will pay out three to one. Yeah, but we're not going to slip up in that match. Steph, you want to throw up <laughs> our um, our head-to-head again real quickly oh, just so that we can see just so a status see. update of just where so we're at currently. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. Throw it up. I'm only winning by a point and a half, but it, it just it feels – it feels good to get out of the group stage with a dub, you know? Yeah, I mean, and and look, there is, I don't know how many teams, so Canada definitely eliminated for me, for me. Senegal obviously made it, Netherlands made it, Brazil made it. So what are we at? Spain made it? Okay, so uh, 
most, most four of my four of my real five. What about me? Let's see. Belgium didn't England. make it for you. No, England, Argentina, France. So four of your real five, I think, too. So we might have still we might be still four v four here in this thing. Yeah. Keeping it live. Let's do it. Um, also on the show later on today, we're gonna have Nick Whalen of Roto World get into some NFL and some NBA talk with him. Just one game in the association. Uh, Mavericks and Pistons going head to head a little bit later. Then we'll also have Adam Burke on the desk in hour two, like he does every week. Vison betting analyst. Lots of college football to talk to with Adam with conference championship week ahead. But we do have. <gasps> Thursday night foosball Thursday night <laughs> coming football. up tonight. Yes, uh, with implications in the AFC East. Bills opened a five and a half point favorite. Now sitting everywhere three and a half. Total 43 and a half. 815 Eastern kickoff on Prime Video. Pats have been a pretty trendy dog to this point from the Sharps. And I think that's largely due to some external factors that are working against the Bills this week, playing their third game away from home in 12 days. Von Miller out with injury, headlining a long list of banged-up players, and Sean McDermott telling reporters earlier this week that there's been a flu-like illness that's been going through the locker room. We talked about this game a little bit yesterday, and I think we were both on the same page, however, that we think this number seems a little bit short for Buffalo and maybe Bill Belichick's squad getting a little too much respect yeah, here. Yeah, started to get a little low, and I was hoping we would get a flat three. It doesn't look like that's going to be the case. The three, A few of the three and a halfs that are out there are juiced. We've seen a couple of four pops now again as well, so people coming back in. On the bill. Speaking of Von Miller, they did go ahead and put him on IR today. So with the with the hope that he will be back before the end of the season. So we will keep our eye on that for sure. I mean, listen, that's a that's a big blow for mm-hmm. a team, especially if you're looking kind of how this plays out long term for this Bills team. I mean, they're they're one of the one of the reasons that we did like this squad was yeah, we knew they were gonna have offense, right? But they were the the defense was much improved as well. And we really did like what we saw in that defense. So I, I think that is something that can change your outlook on this Bills squad if for whatever reason we find out here in a couple of weeks that he's not going to make it back this season for the Bills because they've had some other injury concerns and stuff like that. Tredavious White, of course, just now making it back onto that team, but he's not back to full full health either. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, this Bills team, I expect there to be points in this game. So I'd end up not playing mm-hmm. a side because unless a three five, like I said, if, if, a, if a three comes, I'll play the Bills. I played the over on the 43 and a half. I mean, if we look, the Bills team have – their problem has been red zone offense. They've been able to move the ball between the 20s. That's not been a problem no matter who's healthy, no matter what's going on, anything like that. The Bills have been able to move the ball up and down the field. You can just look and and see whenever we're talking about a team that's basically top five, it, definitely top 10, if not top five, in basically every single advanced stat from an offensive side of everything. But then you get down to the one where it's red zone offense and how often they're scoring touchdowns in the red zone, they're 19th in the NFL. And so this is where the big kind of bugaboo for this team has been. And Josh Allen has been a big part of that as well, making some ill-advised throws, mm-hmm. trying to squeeze things in there and getting picked off and and not getting it done. So I still think we get some points in this one. And look, from what we saw with the Pats last week, they let Matt Jones kind of throw the ball mm-hmm. again, right? They let him, you know, it wasn't just turn around and hand the ball off over and over and over again. No Damian Harris tonight, so it's not going to be the little – the, the two running back tandem for the Patriots. So it's just going to be Ramondre Stevenson. And I think that, I think what they saw last week in Mac Jones, why not? Right. I mean, like, why not let him go out there and, and cut it loose. And again, there, I know a lot of people talk about Thursday night, this Thursday night, there's, but th- this is full rest game for both these teams, just so that everyone is, they put, they both played last Thursday. So it's not one of these short week situations for both these teams. Yeah. Mac Jones coming off a career high in yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. We know this bill's offense overall is elite, even despite the Josh Allen issues mm-hmm. lately, but to your point, because he has been turning the ball over, that just 
creates more opportunity for more points. So I think that yeah. just further cements your point there. And as good as this defense has been for the, the Patriots, and we pointed this out last week when we were talking about that matchup with the Vikings, and it ended up coming to fruition, was they not really played a murderer's row of quarterbacks, right? I mean, it was a lot of not even middling, like bottom-tier quarterbacks that they had played uh, leading into that game against the Vikings. And then what did we see? The Vikings were able to move the ball pretty consistently, mm-hmm. put 33 points on the board against them. Well, here comes Josh Allen, consensus a top-five quarterback in the NFL, if not a top-three quarterback in the NFL, with an offense that has been able to move the ball basically on everyone all year long. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, I, I, I like to – I'm moving lines. You're it, just went to 40, it just went to 44. Everyone's just tailing us here, Stormy. <laughs> Everyone's listening. Everyone's just tailing us. It's gone to 44 at three of the books as we just sat here. The over is 4-1-1 one, one, the last six meetings. Um, the one loss, of course, was that wind game that we all yes. remember very well that was low scoring. I think Mac Jones had three passing attempts or something. It was just, it was one of those weird wonky games. The last meeting, however, that game in Buffalo in the playoffs was the biggest butt whooping of Bill Belichick's yeah. career of 47 to 17 final. Three last four, like you mentioned. They've won by 30, 12, mm-hmm. and 29, right? And the only one they didn't was that game, like as you mentioned, that was just, there was no, there was not going to be any scoring in that game as it was. We'll talk about this game plenty more throughout the course of the show. We have prop watch a little bit later. I there. have a prop. I do too. Hang around. I have two. Hang I have around. two. Yes. Um, but this is a big one in terms of playoff implications as well so um, we'll give some of our thoughts on the greater scheme of things in the AFC East and in the AFC a little bit later but don't go anywhere college football playoff expansion confirmed to 12 thank you Rose Bowl for getting on board we'll talk about that next At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Stormy Bond and Tony and Matt Brown with you live from South Point in Las Vegas. And I teased when we went to break that the college football playoff has officially announced its expansion to 12 teams beginning in the 2024-25 season now that the Rose Bowl has gotten on board um, because apparently they were given the ultimatum, hey, if you do not get on board, then you're not going to be included in our next television contract, and they did not like the sound of that. So uh, the 2025 National Championship will be played in Atlanta, 2026 played in Miami. But as I was teasing that and the microphones went dead, you and producer Steph both were just like, nah, bah, no, I don't want it. No, it's so dumb. It's so ridiculous. I mean, like, there's never – there's there's hardly four teams in any given season that actually have true like actual true claim to trying to play for the national championship. I thought if we were going to expand this thing, six made the most sense. You give one and two a bye, and then you have the four other, and then you move on from there. Eight, I could at least deal with. Twelve is the most absurd thing on the face of the planet. Tw- but see, like, eight, you know, it's eight, money, it's greed. It's I get it. You know, eight was the number that I felt was more mm. appropriate. Um, I mean, you're right from the standpoint of, I mean. Even in the four team, we see blowouts every single year, it feels like. Um, And so I I certainly get it from that standpoint. With the 12 teams, it is one of those things where I think at least you have the opportunity for the little guy to make a run. And maybe that doesn't mean a national championship necessarily, but there's the opportunity. I I like it. I think it'd be fun. Some of these matchups are pretty intriguing. All of the predictors still show out as if if we had the 12 teams this year, which we'll get into in a moment about where they would sit right now based on the current college football playoff rankings. Um, the, all of the predictors still have like the final four being the final four that we have currently in those places, just for that reference. Um, but the way that it works out is that it's the top six conference champions that are the highest ranked will be automatic qualifiers. And then the next six are the six highest ranked remaining at-large teams. So the 12-5 in this case would be Tulane at Ohio State because Tulane currently, it's the assumption that they would win the American Conference um, they would be that last one in. Essentially, they're favored against UCF this week at Ohio State. Like I said, winner would get USC 11-6. Utah at Alabama, winner gets TCU 10-7. K-State at Tennessee, winner would get Michigan. Blake Corum, by the way, their star running back, unfortunately done for the season. He's not going to be involved in any of these games. Had to have knee surgery. Tried to go last week and obviously did not work out. Um, and then the 9-8 Clemson at Penn State, winner would get Georgia. Yeah, I mean, so there's there's ten conferences. So the six, 
you know, six of the ten champions are going to are going to automatically get in, which basically means the Power Five champion, all five Power Five are are going to get and in, and then a group of five, and then a and group, yeah. Of five. So yeah. I liked that. So, I, I, so I did. you do get that, and then the six wild card teams, and and you know, is it going to really cure people jumping up and down and screaming and all that? No, it's not because it's going to then it's going to be how can how can you take th- three of the six BSEC te- you know whatever three of the six wild cards BSEC teams et cetera, et cetera. like so it's not really going to change much in my personal opinion as far as people getting outraged because they'll always wonder why their team wasn't the team that got picked or their team didn't make it into the deal so you know again it's it's money and it's yeah. it's it's money it's everything it's always about money none of those teams i will go uh, come back at me no team graded lower than 6 will ever win the national championship. And I'll say this right now. No team no team ranked lower than Lock 6 will in. ever win the national championship. You can bam, bring this clip back up. Old takes exposed the whole 9 yards. <laughs> all that thing. No team under 6 will ever win the national championship. I mean, it's a good it's not a bad take. Yeah. I will say. But again, it gives you the the at least the opportunity like we've seen in college baseball ball or in the NCAA tournament for college basketball. It just gives you that feel like maybe it could happen and maybe somebody does go on a Cinderella run. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of getting, (laughs) well, what? Like, I don't know why you have to hate on this so bad. I think that the concept of it is fun. I think that it's going to get more college football fans involved, more um, schools that maybe wouldn't get that notoriety get to be on that public stage. For the first round, you get to play home field for the higher seed. And I mean, I don't think that there's anything bad. Yes, it's more money, but it's also more exposure. Yeah, I mean, it, but you're talking about these like smaller teams, and basically, so some of these, so this, so a group of five conference champion is going to end up playing a powerhouse school and go and get absolutely annihilated and embarrassed every single year. But I don't and think then, that's going to happen then, every single year. Well, it's going to happen you could 90% have, of the years. Because how and, often do we have one of those group of five schools that's in a, a, a New Year's Six Bowl and they do win that game? Like I think of Boise State uh, in like 2014 when they won the Fiesta Bowl against Arizona. Like there are things like that where they're, the opportunity is there, I think, to get at least a win and maybe two. There will We'll see. We'll see how it all plays Cincinnati out. was a we'll perfect example, out. making it to the top four last year. And granted, it didn't end well. Yeah, yeah, you see how that went? But that happens to freaking Notre Dame, too. Yeah, Notre Dame's garbage. Ay, ay, ay. Yes, exactly. Notre Dame's garbage. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, we know this. Um, uh, the quarterfinals and semis, though, will be played in a rotation of the major bowls. So to start in 2024, Fiesta, Peach, Sugar, and Rose Bowl will be the quarterfinals with the Cotton and Orange Bowl hosting the semis. Um, but yeah, I like I like the idea of it, generally speaking. I think it's fun, and I think it's good for college football. We have a lot of NFL to get into, though, as well. Deshaun Watson spoke to the media today for the first time since wrapping up his 11-game suspension. The Browns taking on the Houston Texans, so that's a very interesting matchup, no doubt. So a lot of eyeballs will be on that one. The Browns a seven-point favorite in Houston for this one, total 47. He only answered football questions. Um, He declined to answer questions about if he should be the face of the franchise or not. Thank Jacoby Brissett a lot um, and just focused on this game ahead. Yeah, this is... The line is stuck at seven. It's it's basically the market saying maybe he's going to be rusty, but at the same time, they should still be able to win handily. So we're just going to stick it on a touchdown and leave it there, and we'll see what's going on. I mean, this thing hasn't toggled Bunch, really at all. No. There's no you know juice one way or another on any of this stuff, and it's basically the, the market has spoken here. Because, again, if, if this was a situation where we knew we were getting good to Sean Watson, this number would be 10. You know, like the, the Texans are – the worst team by far in the NFL at this juncture. And 
basically against any team with a pulse, they're a touchdown dog. And then, you know, a team like the Browns, again, if we had good Deshaun Watson and we knew we had good Deshaun Watson would be a, a 10 point underdog. So I, I'm, you know, like I said, I played this in a teaser. Mm-hmm. I took it down to, to a point with the Browns because I do believe that it doesn't really matter when it's all said and done, how sharp he is because the Texans have one of the absolute worst run defenses in all the NFL. And you do have a two headed monster there for the Browns. Both of these guys are elite. It's not mm-hmm. like they have two good running. Back. They have two elite running backs. And so, turn around, get, have combined total touches between the two guys, 36, 40, some, whatever it might be, win the game, move on, and, and go from there. So, that's kind of my thinking behind all this. Who knows? Maybe Deshaun Watson just gets in there and audibles every time. But no, I'm going to throw it 45 times. Like, I, I want to I warm up a little bit. And if that's the case, maybe this goes south. I had a very similar thought process to you, though. You know, this is one of my teaser legs as well. And I think a lot of the thought process on people that are – hesitant to lay the number with the Browns mm-hmm. in this spot is because, I mean, they saw what Deshaun Watson did in the preseason, which wasn't a whole lot, and it's been more than 700 days since he's played in a meaningful football game. All of which I get, I just do not, I would be stunned if Houston won this game, so the minus one makes a ton the, of sense for the teaser legs, and we'll just stick with it there. The other angle here, this total sitting at 47, and if you are of the mindset that maybe this is one of those deals where Deshaun Watson's a little bit rusty to begin the game, and then at some point figures it out somewhere along the way that, you know, getting back in there and playing a quarter or two start. Uh, maybe it's a good in game over opportunity because if they do start off super sluggish, if they do, or maybe just the Browns game plan in general is to let's ease him back in. Right. And like we, they do, they are just super, super run heavy at the beginning of the game or whatever it might be. You know, if we go to halftime and this thing is whatever, you know, 10, three or something or whatever, like we, we might get a good in-game total might be, might be a good opportunity to come in either, either on a second half over or just a, an in-game over in general. Another number that I teased down this week was the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Broncos and Lamar Jackson after having a little bit of a scare yesterday, left practice early with a quad injury, did practice today. So clearly not a hundred percent at the moment, but it seems safe that he'll at least go, which is a much better feeling than I had yesterday. Yeah, this was this was the one where there was at least a little bit of a little bit of nerves yesterday from us because I do have, you know, a couple of different couple different angles working here on this Ravens. I have one rolling in from that Steelers on Monday night and then I also have that paired with the Browns in th- this week. So I have a couple of different ways that the Ravens need to win this thing by a field goal. Uh the Broncos though, that being said, if you start to look this Bron- I don't know if it is the, one there's a couple of injuries to mm-hmm maybe a little bit of lack of motivation as well. That Broncos defense that was absolutely ridiculously locked down like the first seven, eight weeks of the season. Little cracks here and there over the last month of the season. Again, I don't know if there are some injury concerns. Yeah. But also I wonder at some point do you look up and you just go, we've held everybody to like 13 points all year long and like we can't win games. Like, you know, I don't know. So maybe there's a little bit of that as well. Um, but yeah, so this, I think that the, the, the Ravens can move the ball on this Broncos defense. If I am the Denver Broncos ownership, I am having some serious buyer's remorse with Russell Wilson with how putrid that offense has been to this point. The worst red zone scoring offense in the NFL. We're going to step aside. Stay with us right here on VEASAN Final Countdown. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. You guys will not believe this. 
The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended another day. Sign up today, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, and you'll get the daily recap of top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store with this deal. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, all the great swag. But hurry, again, this extended offer is not going to last long. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Stormy Bond and Tony, Matt Brown on the desk with you as we welcome in friend of the show, Nick Whalen, Rotowire senior analyst, does a great job covering the NBA and NFL. Follow him at Whalen, but it's W-H-A-1-E-N. And Nick, I got to tell you, I was looking at your Twitter bio, and it has been updated since the last time we spoke that iced coffee amateur aficionado or whatever mm. the, the label was has been removed. What happened? Are you, is it wintertime? So you're a hot coffee guy or what's changed? That's exactly right, Stormy. Uh, I'm up here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, trust me, I wish I was out there in Vegas where I didn't have to deal with this. It's like 14 degrees here right now. Uh, I got up early to, to go to the gym this morning. It was miserable walking to my car. Uh, there's no iced coffee in sight right now. So I, I removed <laughs> it temporarily. Uh, you know, I, I still consider myself an iced coffee insider. But yeah, once once we hit like mid-November, that time is over. So we're in a dormancy period for iced coffee at the moment. You're right. We do have the luxury that iced coffee year-round is more accessible and makes a little bit more sense in the desert. So that is very fair. Um, let's get to some NBA talk because we do have one game on the board coming up today. Uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern tip-off on NBA TV. Mavericks bet up from 6.5 to now. Looks like 8-point favorites in Detroit yeah. against the Pistons. Total 221. What do you make of this one? Because, yes, the Mavs and Luka coming off a good win here against the Warriors, and this Detroit team has not been good. But the Mavericks have had their ups and downs, too. Can they cover this number? Yeah, it's getting up there to the point where you're maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but it's also really difficult to decide with the Detroit Pistons right now. that uh, They are getting a little bit healthier, but still, you know, not having Kate Cunningham is just a, a massive, massive blow for this team. I mean, they're coming off of just getting absolutely housed by the New York Knicks. They lost that one by 30 their last time out. The game before that, they, they didn't even get to 95 points against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, we are monitoring Christian Wood for the Dallas Mavericks tonight. He's questionable with an illness. Uh, you know, that, that could swing things a little bit for Dallas. But look, as long as Luka Doncic is healthy, um, you know, he, he's clearly what drives this Mavericks team. I, I think you don't love the supporting cast around him, but They've at least built a team around it that makes sense. You know, everyone there knows exactly what their role is, and that is to hit open shots, rebound, get the ball back to Luka. We've kind of seen this formula work before for guys like LeBron and James Harden in the past, at least in the regular season. And, uh, I, you know, if I had to bet one side or the other right now, uh, I'm looking at Dallas uh, to, to cover a big number. I, I just can't really side with Detroit. So we've seen this, you, you mentioned Luca and how ridiculous he has been so far this season. Of course, the, the betting favorite for the MVP. Is there any, do you think that there's any value out there in anybody else? I mean, of course, it's still very early in the season. We know injuries happen. We know different things happen like that. So is there is there anybody else that you have your eye on? Yeah, I mean, it is early, but we're also nearing the quarter mark in the season. So I think we're getting to the point that we do have a real sample. We could start talking about this, and you know, you're not talking about a guy who has played six games and just got off to a hot start. Right now, I think I would bet Giannis at around three to one. Uh, that there's kind of a tier one right now. It's Tatum, it's Luca, and it's Giannis. Uh, Tatum and Giannis are going to have very similar cases at the end of the day. I mean, it's the classic best player on the best team. I think these are clearly the two best teams 
in the Eastern Conference. The Bucs, you know, they haven't even had Chris Middleton play a single minute yet. He's going to come back tomorrow. Um, so I don't think Boston is necessarily going to run away with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. So whichever team ends up being the number one team, I think that gives a slight boost to that player. But I think Giannis is going to have the flashier numbers between those two. And even though Tatum has become a much better defender, we still think of Giannis as being the much more impactful defensive player. For, so to me, I think that's kind of what gives him the slight edge. And with Luka, his case is 100% stat-based, right? I mean, he needs to blow these guys out of the water. He needs to have one of those James Harden 36-point-per-game seasons because the Mavericks might be a 500 basketball team. And it's really hard to win MVP if you're only winning, you know, 40 to 45 games. So for Luka to have a chance, I think he needs to, to really uh, separate himself statistically. And he's done that to an extent, but not quite to the level he needs to. If you're looking for value, I would say Kevin Durant at 17 to one. He's the one name who really stands out to me outside of that top three. Curry at eight to one is interesting. You know, he's playing really, really well. I think that's gone a little undercovered with the Warriors struggling, but KD at 17 to one. I mean, he's having statistically like the second best season of his career. So I think that number eventually comes down. Here with Nick Whalen, senior analyst over at Rotowire. We have Thursday night football upon us coming up tonight in the AFC East. Patriots getting three and a half, taking on the Bills in Foxborough. What do you make of it? You know what? This number has come down a little bit throughout the week. You know, we just got news that Von Miller's heading to IR for the Bills. That is big. Uh, for me, it comes down to, you know, the Mac Jones that we saw last week on Thanksgiving. Can he replicate that in any way uh, against the Buffalo Bills? Because that was a much more confident version of Mac Jones, you know, willing to throw the ball down the field. Uh, and the New England Patriots right now, they need that. They absolutely need to create big plays through the air. I think we think of the Patriots as this dominant rushing team. Guys, they are dead last in rushing EPA since week six. Um, you know, they, they just have not been good on the ground since Damian Harris went out. Ramondre Stevenson has been great in fantasy, but a lot of that is catching the ball out of the backfield. He's kind of been a, a mini Austin Eckler in some ways these last few weeks. So we can't necessarily trust that New England is going to move the ball on the ground in this game. They're going to have to do something through the air. I like Buffalo to win a close one, but I'm already on the on the paths to cover this number. I think we get like a 24-21 type of game that the Bulls pull the Bills, excuse me, pull out. But they have just not looked like an elite team for over a month at this point. So you know they, they continue to get that respect, but I want to see it. Nick, let me jump down to a game that the seems like a lot of people are are disagreeing here. This Chiefs and Bengals. You uh, back in the Chiefs. This thing's all the way down to a point and a half at DraftKings in favor of the Chiefs. A lot of lot of Cincinnati backers out there. Total of fifty two and a half, fifty three. Looks like Cincinnati's going to get Jamar Chase back in this one, but also looks like there's a chance Kadarius Tony's back for the Chiefs as well. So, uh, what do you like here about the Chiefs here on the road? Yeah, it, this is such a tough game, and it's wild that this you can make a case that this is like the third best game of the week if you really want. We have a loaded slate in week 13. Uh, yeah, obviously, the, the Bengals had the Chiefs number last year. They beat them twice in the span of a month, once in Cincy, once at Arrowhead in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, 44-4 and in his career in games when the Chiefs lead by at least 14 points at any time. Two of those losses came to the Bengals last year, again, in the span of a month. So that there is recent history here. I kind of look at this as I don't know if, it's, if I would go as far as to say a quote unquote revenge game for Patrick Mahomes. But in a lot of ways, this season has kind of felt like Mahomes issuing a reminder to the rest of the league that he is the best quarterback in the NFL. And in some ways, this, this game reminds me of that Chiefs Bills game earlier in the season where that was a true revenge game for the Buffalo Bills. And you felt like there was no way Josh Allen was letting that Bills team lose. That's kind of how I feel about Mahomes and the Chiefs in this spot. I think he really wants to establish that I'm still the guy. We're still the team to beat. 
in the AFC. We'll go do it on the road if we absolutely have to. And, you know, you mentioned Jamar Chase coming back from the, for the Bengals. That is huge. That unlocks a ton in the passing game. But he had some quotes throughout the week kind of saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to take some reps on Sunday. That, to me, didn't necessarily sound like a guy who's going to be back in full force at 100%. So getting Chase back, even if he plays half the snaps, that's big. But, you know, I'm kind of going to wait and see how big of an impact he's really going to have. Speaking of good games, we got another one in Santa Clara. The Dolphins and 49ers going head-to-head. Both teams streaking. The 49ers have won four in a row. Dolphins five in a row coming off a really dominant performance, although it was against the Texans. Meanwhile, the 49ers maybe a little bit slow against the Saints last week. Does this open the door potentially for the Dolphins as a trendy underdog, you think? I think it kind of does, right? I mean, there, there's so many factors in this game. Obviously, the familiarity between Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan. I, I have a feeling we're going to hear about that a few times yeah. uh, during the telecast of this game. Uh, Drink every time you hear it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that, that might be a little bit dangerous on a Sunday afternoon. But uh, if you want to play that game, by all means. You know, San Francisco has a real home field advantage. It's a long trip for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they're a team that's played much better at home this season. Um, but, you know, I, I think we're starting to think of this this San Francisco defense as, you know, right around this time every year, they go through that stretch where they look like the best defense in the league. This is a team that has had a remarkably easy schedule this season. You know, part of that is some teams like the Rams uh, not being as good as we expected. And, yeah, you keep hearing that stat. They, they haven't allowed a point in four straight second halves. That's impressive against anybody. But, you know, these last four games have come against the Rams, a banged-up Chargers team, the Colt McCoy Cardinals, and then the New Orleans Saints, who are one of the worst offenses in the league. So in, in a lot of ways, I think this could be kind of a shock for the 49ers going from playing those teams to maybe the, the first or second highest powered offense in the league in the Miami Dolphins. So I think we get a really close game. Ultimately, you know, Christian McCaffrey, that's going to be a huge swing piece in this game. If he's healthy, if he looks like himself, I think I, I like the 49ers to win close. But I'm back in Miami to cover this number. I, I think this is a team that feels like it could pass the ball on anybody. Nick, you're awesome. Stay warm. Appreciate you, buddy. Hey, anytime, guys. That's Nick Whalen over at Rotowire. And I agree with a lot of that thought process. I feel like this week is going to be a sweat for my 49ers. Uh, Makes me very uncomfortable, especially with the status of CMC and Debo, both a little bit banged up here. Meanwhile, the Dolphins have a pair of former 49ers in their running back room. So, Yeah, Toronto Amstead, though, out of practice still again today for that Dolphins team, which is not great for them. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSIN Final Countdown presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. While most nicotine products can be too complicated to use, don't give you the satisfaction that you're looking for, Zinn Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zinn's made of six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Wrapping up those final thoughts on that 49ers and Dolphins game, Debo Samuel was not at practice today. Christian McCaffrey was back, so good news there. And then on the other side for the Dolphins, as you mentioned, it had just come in that Teron Armstead on the Dolphins side did not. Yeah, that's uh, not good for a team that rushes the passer as well as the 49ers do. So we will see how that all plays out. I mean, again, maybe it's, it's one of those deals where if he, even if he's a last-minute decision to go, they will certainly try to get him out there if at all humanly possible. But, yeah, we will we'll be monitoring that one because that's, yes. a, that's big. So I, like I said with Nick Whalen on the program, I did agree mm-hmm. a lot with his thought process. I'm not going to go out of my way to bet against the 49ers as far as my bet slip goes, but it might be an option for me in the contest this week as the Circa Million numbers came out today over at Circa, but of course they're against a spread contest all over the country, but these ones specifically from Circa are fixed numbers, so these are what we have to work with no matter what, and if you do want to get in on the Thursday night game, of course you have to place your selections for all five wagers coming into today. What were some that really stood out to you as as maybe not a side that you wanted to necessarily put your money on, but felt would be good for the contest? Well, I already have the Vikings in the account, so I'll probably play them in the contest as well. I mean, it's it's one it's it's one thing for Mike White to look like an all star against the worst defense in all of the NFL, mm-hmm. and a completely different thing for him to go on the road into the dome and against the Vikings. Now, look, the Vikings defense is not good by any stretch of the imagination, but it is not the dead last worst absolute talentless unit that is the Chicago Bears. And so um, it's it's just a completely different scenario here in, in this one. And so 
Uh, I, I did back the Vikings, so I'll probably back them here in uh, in the contest as well. I feel like you're speaking my language because a lot of my thought process was, was yes, I think that there's a little bit too much of an overreaction to Mike White. So that was one of my favorite ones. And my other favorite one was the Packers taking on the Bears because I just – whether or not Aaron Rodgers does play, which it looks like he's he's going to in this spot, and Justin Fields – potentially not, mm-hmm. although he has been back out there on the practice field, is like, I just feel like there's no reason for optimism when it comes to that Bears defense. And Christian Watson starting to figure things out. He's got six touchdowns on 12 re- receptions yeah. lately. How does that happen? Yeah. I know that's not like something that is going to be able to be sustainable, but still pretty good trend for where things are sitting right now with him. Yeah, I mean, this is – the four and a half on the Packers is certainly a contest play for me no matter what. It, it This number – if if we thought Aaron Rodgers was act was healthy, if we thought he was truly healthy, this number should be a touchdown. Be huge. Yeah, this number should be a touchdown. Maybe even on the other side of a touchdown. It's as bad as the Packers have looked. I cannot express to you how bad this defense is for the Bears. And one, they trade away their two best players. Their two guys that they had left that have a pulse are now injured and gone. I mean, there, there's nobody left on that team. Like there's nobody left on that side of the ball for them. Uh, that being said, Justin Fields did practice in full today. I think it would be malpractice to roll him out there, but who knows? Maybe the Bears are just going to do it, and Eberflus doesn't care about the future of the franchise and whatever and all stuff like that. So, anyway, we shall see. And if that's the case, it certainly does change the the narrative just a little bit if it is if it is going to be Justin Fields as opposed to Trevor Simeon in this whole thing. So, there's that. There's also the question of are the Commanders two and a half points better than anybody like on the road? Like that's there is that. That you have to ask, I understand the Giants are completely beaten up, and I know that there is a ton of injuries on both sides of the ball for that team, but the Commanders are a little bit of smoke and mirrors kind of going on with with that whole team. Well, and I just don't know if I like the idea of them being in the favorites role, and the Giants seem to have the most success when they're counted out and when they're in the underdogs role, and they're an underdog at home, getting nearly a field goal, like... I don't have this one. This isn't one that was necessarily yeah. on my radar, but I certainly understand why it would come to mind. Yeah, the other the other one is just, you know, do you buy are we are we buying into the Steelers or do we think that this is one of those deals where they're coming off of a primetime win and we have a market overreaction? I tend to think that the Steelers are kinda a little bit on the upswing. I kinda think that it isn't us just buying into the last thing that we saw in some recency bias. I think Pickett is looking better. I don't think he's good. I think he's looking better. I think Pickens is looking better. I think that the defense is obviously better with Watt out there. And if anything, I think if you look at the Falcons side of things, you would say that they've been playing exponentially worse over the last, you know, four or five games of the season. So, you know, I I, I don't know if this is one of those, oh, we're buying at the Steelers' highest point here, but it's only one, and so we're basically just asking them to win. So it's not really that big of a deal to me. So... I don't know. That might end up being one of the uh, one of the plays as well. I did forget to tell you, by the way, when we were on Commanders mm-hmm. Giants, Taylor Heineke five zero and one ATS this year, eleven and one ATS his last twelve starts. So good on him. He has been a money maker um, as it seems, but I'm just not sure if I'm if I'm buying necessarily and, this week. And probably every one of those, like in dog rolls and yes. things and stuff like that, where it's like this, you know, they're they're coming in as a as a favorite, right? I mean, it's on the road. It's a divisional game. I mean, there's a lot of different things that. I think are are interesting as a as a play against on them, but I don't know. Maybe that one won't. Maybe that one won't make the 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 account when it's all said and done. What's your evaluation of this Chargers Raiders game? I will run far away <laughs> from it and have absolutely nothing to do with it. I have nothing. Yes, I, I don't. I, this is just that game could go one of multiple different ways. It would not surprise me if we came in here on Monday 
or I come in here on Monday and that there's going to be, there's going to be, you know, a double digit win for either one of these teams. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me. Do I lay the seven with the Seattle Seahawks this week because the Rams are so putrid? <laughs> It's a great teaser leg. <laughs> yes. One of the best ones of the week. Yes, it's an amazing teaser leg, but I don't know about the full I don't know about the full touchdown. I mean, I'll probably take the four with I, I have to play some of these that are in my account too, right? I mean, I'm not gonna if I have conviction enough to bet my own money, I should put them in the in the contest as well. I played the Dolphins at four, right? So I mean I played the Dolphins as four point dogs. I have to play them in the contest as well. I mean, again, things have kind of gone against me here a little bit with the Tron Armstead stuff. And certainly with the 49ers looking like they're going to be at least a little bit healthier than I thought. But it's still on the other side of a field goal. Still seems like a, a, a pretty good play here for this Dolphins team. I mean, my, McDaniel, I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves as to how genius he's kind of run this offense. It's like playing into the skill set of all these dudes and making Tua look like, you know, I mean, by the way, you look at the advanced, like you, the DVOA stuff all on Tua, the PFF stuff all on Tua, like, they're all saying this is all real, but I still think it's a byproduct of how McDaniel has run this offense and drawn things up for him and schemed it up for him. And we talk so much about the success of their offense, but like defensively, they have been really good too. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives me a lot of cause for concern with this 49ers team, because as much as I am somebody who cheers on Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he's also somebody that like is very reliant on his weapons to kind mm-hmm. of create that production for him. So if he's getting rattled and if he's missing guys and that defense is doing their job, it could be a long day. I'm very curious as to how people are going to play this chiefs Bengals game. Like it's sitting, it's, people seeing the chiefs is only a two point favorite in a game. I do wonder if that is going to make people flock to play them in the contest. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, there's a lot these people ponied up a thousand dollars to play in this thing. So it's like, you know, I would imagine some of them have a decent idea and understand that, Cincinnati's kind of on the upswing here. The defense is playing much, much better. They got DJ Reader back last week, and I, and I can't we, – we talked about that getting him back was going to be a pretty big thing, but the way that he was able to instantly kind of transform that run defense to where they were able to really plug those holes that were just massive for, for so long whenever he was gone and, and shut down Derrick Henry, I can't really say enough how, how big that is to have him back in there, and I think the, the defensive side of the ball is – is looking just as good as the as the offensive side of the ball. So I, I'm very curious. As, I don't think I'll play that one, but I'm very curious as to how people are going to go about it. Can I tempt you oh to boy. take the double digits with the Indianapolis Colts Absolutely this week? No? Not. Okay. No. Absolutely <laughs> All right. Um, no. Our pro tip, though, to wrap up our one here in pro tips. Again, we do them every hour here on the network, 20 of them every single day. Become a VEASAN subscriber so that you can see them all. But we're going back to the World Cup here. And just as far as betting Team USA goes this Saturday, if you want to take the other side – Hold off until as soon to kick off as possible because if you want to bet the Netherlands, that number, like the value on it is just going to dramatically change between now and kickoff on Saturday because everybody is rushing to the window to bet Team USA. So if you want USA, bet them now before the number continues to take off. We've already seen yes. money come in on USA. Yes, no, absolutely. And it's only going to, it's going to be, you know, 90%. I mean, it's just the way that it is, right? And here's the other thing, because most people don't bet soccer and don't know a lot about soccer as it and is so anyway. they're just like, soccer! They're just going America. to bet. Yes, they're just going to bet America. <laughs> like, that's all there is. They're walking in. They're like, if I'm going to watch this anyway, this sport that I don't like, that's going to be incredibly boring, there's probably only going to be one score in the whole game. That's a plus money I'm underdog. I'm at least going to be rooting win, for, yes. And plus, yeah. if you win the bet, yes. then you're like, it's obviously If I'm going to sit here and watch six guys trip over blades of grass and scream bloody murder and get taken off on stretchers and everything like that, I'm at least going to have a plus money ticket on the USA. And I texted you, Christian Pulisic's 
Oh yeah, um, he was just today. back at the hotel. Yeah. yeah, because he has a bruise. It's he, a bruise. He didn't get kicked in the you know where. No. He was very happy to pronounce that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna step aside. Hour two of Vsin final countdown on the way. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked on Vsin, the sports betting network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.